There has to, there has to be something in this, like Nimitz-class chicken carriers. I'm Saturday, Omaha. Eat this. Okay, because that would be a good podcast comment, so I shouldn't make it when the recorder is off. Well, the recorder's on. We've been pre-rolling now for four minutes and some odd seconds. We've been pre-rolling for a whole heck of a lot longer than that, especially with my caloric intake. hey <laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, I guess it's time we start a podcast now, don't you think? I, I believe so. I'm hoping you have enough documentation for the both of us running, both because my cell phone is acting up so I don't have my computer device, and because... I don't know the names of the things that I ate. That's true, because I think I placed a singular order for the both of us today, because you put your fatter day, your large fatter day, in my hands uh, to handle the ordering today. That was kind of interesting. Quite so. Uh, for those of you listening along at home, TJ works night shift and was just about done, but a convenient service of Fatter Day Omaha is that Dave will do the work for you. <laughs> well, I uh, definitely was uh, looking forward to something tasty today, and we decided to go with El Arrepon, and uh, I am going to apologize to any of the Venezuelans out there today um, and or any uh, speakers of Latin-based languages where I may screw up um, anything today. So there's that apology, so you're just going to have to live with it for the rest of the episode. But uh, El Arrepon was our our choice today, which happens to be a food truck. TJ, is this our first uh, podcast that is food truck based? I think it is our first true food truck based podcast. There may have been mentions on others and we've considered it, but yes, we haven't uh, heretofore figured out a good way to make this happen while we're already having to do this mobile as it is. Yes. So it's certainly a good time to try us some of these food trucks that we've been hearing about. Yes, yes. This is <laughs> it's a unique setup. So, of course, uh, we had the episode at uh, El Chicano Mexican Bistro, and uh, we had yet another uh, episode in uh, the Fatmobile, the socially distanced minivan. Uh, well, TJ and I uh, have further uh, furthered our social distance uh, to reduce vectors of things in this current environment. So not only do we have the uh, Fatmobile, the socially distanced minivan, we have the Fatmobile 2, the socially distanced Honda. So that's, that's what we have going or, now. As Captain Barbosa might say, uh, copyright, I think, Disney, mm. but as he might say, we have an accord. Ooh, <laughs> nicely done. So, yeah, so we are, are still, we fatterdayed at a social distance. Um, it's nice to have some type of uh, camaraderie even at a distance, which is definitely part of fatterday. And, uh, well, we can't really sit next to each other in the house. And versus doing something over online, which we may do that, but right now we're, we're going to continue uh, with the socially distanced vehicles. So there we go. Um, so... El Arrepon being a food truck and not a brick-and-mortar location uh, does not have an address listed on their menu. However, you can typically find them in the Aldi parking lot, which is directly across from Nebraska Furniture Mart, slightly north of 72nd and Pacific Street. Now, while they don't have an address listed, they do have a phone number, 402-403-8146. And... Um, 
TJ, yeah, they they go between parking lots in that area. I've seen them listed as being uh, Aldi or Coles, which is they're all kind of interconnected over there. You can be pretty sure they're going to be in the six eight one one four zip code, though. What? What did you? How did you? Wow. Oh, oh no! I did the thing, didn't I? You did. And and with much gusto, not your usual zip code trepidation that is your trademark, TM. It just happened. I'm so sorry to me right now. So, all right, let us uh, carry on then. The uh, hallmark of El Arapon is the Arepa, which I'm going to read you their description. Um, it is a corn-based flat round bread that they make from scratch. A round patty grilled, baked, or fried, and once fully cooked, split open and stuffed with their homemade ingredients. Um, so there you go. It is essentially a pocket-type sandwich, and according to their menu, you, yes you, all caps, need to hold it in your hands and eat it like a sandwich. That is their trademark sandwich slash item. They also have empanadas listed and drinks and natural juices, but definitely focused on the arepa, which we got several of today. Ooh, that brings up a bone of contention. Is, uh, because we got two apiece, correct? That is I, correct. We got two arepas apiece. I, I don't know if that's, is that several? Is it, is it two duos? Is it a duo of duos? <laughs> Did we get quad arepas? Oh my. Well, Sorry, should I be rolling the R? That's the important question. Arepas? I don't know. Let's. You oh, can golly. add as much R in there as you would like because I have already given the disclaimer that I may screw stuff up that will extend to you as well. All right, well, that's, that's kind of a given regardless of disclaimer. I'm certain there are going to be some things that are misworded and pronounced. <laughs> Did you say pronounced? Of course not. Okay. So... We each had a couple of these arepas. Ooh, yes, we did. And uh, Dave, I'm going to let you start because I don't know what I ate. Well, that's good. Let us uh, start with the things that we had different because you and I had a common arepa. We had uh, the same sandwich. And then I also ordered us two different ones so that we could get a little... Uh, variete and also knowing that we were getting empanadas i just kind of tried to give us a variance of flavor so the first one that i would like you to tell me about uh the first one i'd like you to tell me about tj is the reina pepeda Ooh, pepeda which is a shredded chicken mixed with creamy avocado salad all right so so yes um if i may you may. Let us start with the arepa. Yes. So the arepa is one of my favorite ways to ingest polenta. Grits, corn thing. Um, I almost couldn't tell it was fried. So I, I assume it was fried just because it had that crisp exterior, that slightly chewy, slightly crisp exterior. But it was in no way greasy, which I had some concerns about just looking at the menu, because I realize it's every fatter day, but I'm feeling a little heavy today. Are you? And okay. I didn't want to eat unbelievably heavy food, ah. but the fillings in these things look good. Yes. So we went with it anyway, and it was a very nice, uh, kind of a light color, medium coarse grind, sort of, uh, I don't know if it counts as a, a maseca type of masa 
flour, ground, corn type thing. But a medium grind, if, if you could solidify polenta, that would be this thing effectively. And it had this interesting kind of flying saucer, you know, domed in the middle shape. Yes. And then cut in half and uh, made to be filled with these things. Yeah, and you know, let me weigh in a little bit there too, because you're right. I I, I think they hit it like on the flat top or something to give it outside, because it kind of has a little outside crisp, and it's not super fluffy. It's just enough to give you this... I. It's such a good delivery device. It's different than a pita. It's different than a tortilla, because you have this consistency difference and it's not so thick that it's like oh my gosh I have this bread upon bread upon bread but it's got a little bit of hardiness and uh yeah it it kind of opens up like a like a scallop or a clam shell it's it's Indeed. thinner towards the back and it has like the mouth of the sandwich for which the ingredients were stuffed into and if I may say uh stuffed to the brim to the gills on this bread because it was just like huge at the one end. Yeah, there was definitely no skimping on things and we'll get into price later, but uh, I'm, I'm really digging what we got for what we put into it. And definitely I, I could have been comfortable with a normal person should be comfortable with one. They, they are very good sized devices. So yeah. we will get into the Oh boy, Dave, can you try the pronunciation again? Yes, I, I will do my best. The Reina Papeda, the shredded chicken mixed in a creamy avocado salad. So I think I might have caught a small chunk of avocado here or there, but for the most part, it was a homogenous mixture. I noticed some cilantro, I do believe, some uh, green leafy cilantro-y type thing, although not very prominent. Those of you who dislike that uh, think it might be on the soapy side, I think you would barely notice it in here. It's just an additional flavorant on top of the other things. It adds a little bit of freshness, I would say. I would have a hard time picking out individual spices in this. I would say the only version of a hot chicken Ooh, yeah see I, I start to say hot chicken salad and it doesn't sound good but it was it was a, it was a good version of chicken salad it was nothing about it was a, a face punch of flavor it borders on comfort food again the hardiness of the arepa uh, doesn't quite carry it into that land it would have to be a little bit uh, softer and more carby for me to truly think of it as comfort food but it was in that ballpark so it was it was warm it was comforting i'm sure it was serotonin inducing somehow it was definitely pleasant i would have a hard time picking out individual flavors in it but as a homogenous mix it was just really nice i i don't have a super long tj review of this it was a very pleasant uh warm hearty sandwich I was aware of the uh, the overall, I guess, fat content, which I don't want to make it sound like it was too much so, but I was definitely aware of the, the creaminess. It was it. not dry. Uh, certainly. Certainly not dry. There was a little bit more... Hmm, substrate? <laughs> Is that the first uh, time substrate's chicken? ever been used here? I, I think so. I, I don't want to give it... There are other 
Ooh, emulsion wouldn't be a bad Ooh. description, a blend of, you know, fat and, and other things. The, the carrier for the chicken was not quite one-to-one, -one, but it was definitely a higher ratio than I personally would normally put in a chicken salad. However, in this case, it worked. Again, it pushed it more into that comfort food area. Yeah, the uh, military's use of chicken carriers has been a hotly contested uh, debate lately. I, I broke him. <laughs> there, has to, there has to be something in this, like, Nimitz-class chicken carriers. I'm just not coming up with it. <laughs> Colonel-class carriers. Can, can you, ooh, yeah. Can, can you imagine chickens on a duck boat? Anyway. But TJ, did you like it? Oh, I did. Oh, that's good. Well, you know, I had one that was one that you did not have. The Llanera, that's L-L-A-N-E-R-A, -E or maybe Llanera, chop steak mixed with fresh tomato salad and queso fresco. This guy, of course, we had the arepa bread um, happening here, and uh, this had basically a pico de gallo in it um, with that queso fresco and good size uh, tender chunks of steak that really they got mixed in with the pico, so you kind of had a, a blend of all these things happening. I was kind of surprised the bites of steak were so big. They were huge. Um, it, it was a forkable... Uh, bite of steak that you could get here and I I like this one it, it was sort of like I don't know if like a gyro could happen as an arepa this would be it um, it, it just it just was kind of there somehow uh, the, the the meat was good um, good big pieces of steak and a tasty sandwich if you want steak pico and a little queso fresco that's what you're getting and it's a good combo so tasty over here now, let us talk about one that we had at the same time. That's the pabellon. Now, the pabellon, I think, has the most interesting ingredients out of all of the uh, three different ones that uh, we ate today. This has shredded beef, black beans, plantains, fried egg, and cheese. TJ, how was your pabellon? I want to use my go-to of bag of interesting. It's not quite there because so many of the flavors are, again, not like a like a super spicy face punch kind of thing, but definitely a lot of variety here. The egg, the yolk was a little bit further cooked than I would normally go for in mine, this form. Mine factor. too. I kind of wanted it runny, but that's okay. However, it wasn't too far gone. It was still reasonably fluffy. It was a nice yes. addition as was the white, it sort of added that, I hesitate to say creaminess, but there's almost no other word for it. It was definitely fully cooked, but it was soft, and the, the mouthfeel was pleasant, just yeah. kind, of a, kind of an added protein-carrying richness to the whole thing. I did not get any of the fried plantain until about the second half of this arepa, and... As there's nothing else sweet in the uh, the retinue here, I was very surprised by it, and yet not taken aback. <laughs> it was a real tasty thing to go with it, and it ate lightly sweet, along with all that savory, was a great combination. These are... I have a hard time breaking down what's in them, and in the empanadas for that matter, but everything here, the common theme seems to be it it has enough going for it to be interesting. 
it's flavors that are at once familiar but used in a different way. There's enough spice to to keep my palate happy with things going, but it's just it's a good comfort food with a lot of hardiness to it that what I assume is whole grain corn or close to I imagine there's you know some fiber content in your uh, your surrounding sandwich carb item for once. It's a good balance of hardiness and creaminess and all these different textures. I'm I'm generally happy with the whole thing, regardless of which offering we're talking about. This was no exception. Had good savory beef in it. I'm I'm terribly pleased, and I just I don't have a long in-depth thing to say I, other than this little bit of rambling. I think that's a good bit of rambling because this was my favorite of the two, and I have had this seconded. Yes. So second on this one, I really like this one. And actually I've had this before. So I have made a prior stop at this food truck because I wanted to check this out. And I did get the pavillon. And the thing is, is man, you got a great ingredients list here. You've got the black beans, you've got the egg, you've got this beef, the cheese. I mean, my gosh, the cheese on the front of this was just melty and just, there were large pieces of cheese. Um, and the beef, it's it's savory. Uh, TJ, was your beef kind of like, was the whole thing just kind of saucy, delicious too? Slightly messy and tasty? I did get some of it and discovered that, yeah, I could totally grab these, take them home, and eat them at home if that is a thing that I wanted to do. They would travel well. Yeah, I think they would, and they wrap them up real nice because they wrap them up in paper, and then they completely wrap the thing in foil. So you could eat it right there, but I really think these would make a, a 15, 20-minute journey pretty, pretty easily and still be tasty and hot. So the last thing we ordered was the ground beef empanada. And I got us each one of these things. I actually got two more to go. Um, I've had good luck lately with getting uh, pocket sandwiches. I stopped at uh, Caribbean Delight and got a few uh, beef patties last week. Yeah, and, thanks for them, by the way. Hey, no problem. I got you. And uh, this week, um, I got a couple extra ground beef empanadas. But uh, so a little different than the arepa because this is a deep fried item, uh, fully enclosed sandwich featuring a uh, finely or mediumly ground beef interior, uh, packed again with flavor. Um, the, everything that you encounter here, there, I don't think blandness must be allowed in Venezuelan food, I, I think is a thing. This, a whole lot of this, it's not as in your face as some of it. It's definitely interesting. How about? It's definitely well-spiced, but warm. How about? And tasty. Mild and deep mild and deep. That's right. Because the it's, TJ, you had kind of pointed out, like, these are kind of familiar flavors. Like, this isn't going to be, you know, super spicy or anything like that, but everything has flavor. The ground beef, the ground beef empanada was simple. It's a deep fried, tiny pocket. It's about half or a third of the size of an arepa, and it has ground beef in it. It has tasty ground beef in it. It's good. You should get one of these things. 
And I think you could grab any of those arepas off of the menu, read the ingredients, and enjoy them. I, you know, you're not, if you're concerned, oh my goodness, this is going to be too spicy, or I'm not going to understand what's going on in here, I don't think that's a problem. I think you can grab any one of these and enjoy yourself. Because TJ, I'm going to bet you enjoyed yourself eating these sandwiches today. I certainly did enjoy myself. I am very glad that we made this choice. And uh, yeah, I would say as well, the the hook, as you say, it's the fact that it's Venezuelan food. The hook is that it is different enough to be interesting, mm-hmm. but familiar enough that, as you say, the barrier to entry is low. It's comforting and interesting at the same time. And it's a nice, there's a lot of different things to try on this menu, but it's a fairly concise selection. Yes. It's a very easy thing to do to sit there and order off that menu and get something you will very probably enjoy quite a bit. Yeah, I I think there's roughly about 12 different arepas you can order and uh, maybe about eight or nine different empanadas. So there's a few different things there. So now I'm going to give you the hint. I think the hint for me is going to be a two-parter. One is, if this is your first time here, get the pavillon. Um, you have to get this sandwich. It's it's just, it's a pocket of interesting. It's got a bunch of different ingredients in there. It's tasty, it's savory, uh, it's, it's gonna make a dent in your hunger. And part two of that is, get yourself, try one of the empanadas, because the empanadas are only like $2.50. Um, grab one of those too. So that's gonna be my hint. All right, so here's TJ's hint. The hint is that there's no hint. And that, in and of itself, is almost the hook. You can't go wrong, I don't think. We tried two, the the list of ingredients and what is involved in them. You would be hard-pressed to walk away anything less than at least satisfied. Everything is good. Everything is interesting. I, I could try the whole menu Maybe there's something that's going to be a surprise in here, but I don't think there's anything that that can disappoint. They're all similarly and very reasonably priced. As Dave says, they will put a dent in your hunger. I I agree with your choice of favored sandwich. I do. All right. However, I just I don't see how you can go wrong. This is one of the few things where I don't feel like I need intel to order correctly, or I should have done this differently here or there, I think I could take that menu and tape it up somewhere and throw a dart and just pick. I'll take myself three darts. I want want a couple entrees and an empanada or maybe the other way around. I'm going to throw three darts at that menu and pick whatever they land on, and I think I'll come out okay. That's that is real nice. I would not disagree with you there. That's that's kind of a fun fun analogy. I'm I'm gonna leave that wrap up at that. So with that, um, that's El Arepon, Venezuelan food. In this case, food truck. Find them in the Aldi parking lot just north of 72nd and Pacific. Probably. Uh, yes, I would recommend calling ahead and getting your order in, um, and so that way it's just kind of ready when you get there. But uh, yeah, great. Uh, uh, great foods today and uh, you know tasty eats for sure so with that then uh, I'm Dave I'm TJ and uh, this has been Fatterday Omaha and uh, thank you for eating with us and uh, share this podcast with someone who's hungry and also eat this eat this we'll talk to you later bye-bye
Saturday Omaha. Eat this. <laughs>